Welcome to the Mycotoxin Matters podcast from Alltech Mycotoxin Management. As mycotoxins present an ever-increasing threat to livestock production, join us as we discuss these impacts and potential solutions, sustainable farming, and our vision for a planet of plenty. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our latest episode of the Mycotoxin Matters podcast. I am Martin Minchin, Marketing Manager for Alltech's Mycotoxin Management Programme. On today's episode, we're delighted to be joined by Ben Lambrex, and we'll be discussing how an effective quality control program can contribute to the successful management of mycotoxins at a feed mill. Ben, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Hi, Martin. Good morning. Thank you, and uh, great to be here. Ben joined Alltech Coppens after completing a Master's in Biological Sciences at Ghent University in Belgium. Working with the company for, for over 12 years, he now holds a position of Manager of Quality, Research and Nutrition. Ben, to kick things off, um, for those listeners who may not be familiar with Alltech Coppens, um, can you give us a short background on the company and uh, maybe what's the, what's the overall vision of the business? Sure, sure. Um, so Alltech Coppens is a uh, feed company specialised in the production of fish feed. So in Germany, close to the border with uh, the Netherlands, we produce uh, 60,000 tonne of fish feed. Uh, we sell it in more than 60 different countries. And uh, we aim at more than 15 species, uh, both in the ornamental and the industrial segment. Um, we have our own research facility in the Netherlands, where we conduct uh, more than 25 in vivo uh, trials. Um, that is actually meant to produce more sustainable feeds because uh, we want to replace fish meal, one of the main ingredients uh, in fish feed. And uh, next to that, we also um, do that to um, to uh, yeah, gain efficiency uh, in the industry. Brilliant. Um, sustainability you mentioned there, Ben, and I guess on that topic, um, the growing use of plant-based raw materials and the move away from fish, fish meals is certainly a big topic in the, the aquaculture industry right now. When did the team at Alltech Coppen start to become aware of the potential mycotoxin threat from these ingredients and the need for a, a quality control program that encompassed it then? Yeah, that that happened actually very suddenly. It was in in 2015. We got a complaint from a customer, a customer that was um, farming and 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 producing um, carp larvae. So it was a, a reproduction farm of carp, and they had some issues with uh, with their uh, reproduction results and also that of. Uh, young fish, but even uh, some broodstock, older fish. And uh, the first thing we do is we check the uh, quality of the feed, we check the quality uh, of the farm, we go and check the water quality, the management. Uh, then we started analyzing the feed and uh, obviously the first things you check is the nutritional profile and then uh, you look into pesticides. But really the last thing we looked at and until that moment we were not aware that it could have such a big effect were the mycotoxins. And actually we found some high levels of uh, vomitoxin, uh, mycotoxins in that feed and, and pointed that as the, the, the reason for the, for the problems on that farm. 
when when you discover those problems, Ben, it was interesting to see that you you set up a master's project specifically to evaluate the the risk of mycotoxins in raw materials that you were using at the mill, and then also the fish fish feeds that you're producing. Um, why did you feel it was important to bring someone in specifically um, to look at this for the business? Uh, the, the reason is quite simple. It's because um, uh, knowledge is really lacking in aquaculture, uh, not only on the mycotoxin side, also in general on the nutritional and the raw material side. And the reason for that is also very simple. The industry is very new. And next to that, we have a lot of species to to take care of. So uh, we at Altecopus uh, do more than 15 different species, but the whole industry covers more than 50 uh, species. And therefore, uh, you can imagine that, that you need to have um, or that you need to gain a lot of knowledge. Uh, and then specifically on the mycotoxin side, where you have a lot of different mycotoxins, a lot of different raw materials and interactions between all those things that uh, that we need to to uh, gain that knowledge. And, and therefore, we, we started that master's project after the case in 2015 to help us uh, setting up the, the mycotoxin management. Maybe just two questions related to that project then specifically, Ben. How would you define or how did you define what success was going to look like um, for that work? And then also, are there any preliminary findings coming out of that? It's underway for a few years now. What has what it uncovered? Yeah, correct. So so what we what we have done, so or actually before we before we started the project, we defined that that we needed uh, some things and the first thing is we needed uh, limits so the the limit of uh, of the mycotoxin or the sensitivity of the species of a different mycotoxin um, and that is of course very relevant uh, because then if we have data we we know what the limit is and we know how to how to uh, cover the the risk of of that uh, of that specific mycotoxin? Next to that, we also want to have data because without data we cannot compare to those limits. So data from the raw materials and also the end fish feeds that we produce. And next to that, we also if we then would have uh, or if we then would see higher levels or if we would have feeds that are F, that are too high, we would need something to cover that risk. And actually now the result is that we have a mycotoxin management based on these three pillars. So uh, what we have done is that we have a that we have limits for all the species that we produce feed for. Um, we do uh, we analyze uh, raw materials and end feeds first with uh, uh, neogen uh, quick testing, uh, secondly with uh, uh, external uh, wet chemical analysis, uh, so uh, in the 37 plus labs. And um, the third thing is that if we then combine these two, so if we combine the risk together with the uh, data that we have, we calculate the risk equivalent and with that risk equivalent, so with the overall risk of a certain recipe for a certain species, we then um, determine uh, the need of a mycotoxin binder in that recipe and the level actually of that mycotoxin binder. So a very robust um, program overall there, Ben. 
how often are you how often are you collecting then or how often are you testing materials coming into the feed mill so um this is included in our general uh, uh, risk assessment, uh, so the monitoring program of our uh, raw materials, and <clears throat> it very uh, much depends on the on the risk of the raw material. Uh, so, if, for example, corn gluten or uh, wheat gluten, very risky in uh, mycotoxins. We analyze that every uh, fifth delivery. Um, other raw materials like animal byproducts, uh, we we never analyze those on mycotoxins because there is the risk of finding those is is uh, is not existing. In general, Ben, over the last few years of testing, have you seen the mycotoxin risk increasing? Um, you know, we're seeing with changing climates, more extreme weather patterns, and so on. That in general, the mycotoxin risk and contamination patterns are changing. Are you seeing that in the results that you're collecting at uh, Alta Coppins? Yeah, definitely. And maybe in our case, it's not so much the um, that the raw materials themselves are changing. It's more that we are very much still changing the recipes. So what I said before is that we are looking for alternatives to replace fish meal. And, and and then we often go into the uh, vegetable side, so the vegetable vegetable protein sources, and uh, of course those uh, include a higher risk of mycotoxins than the than the fish meals or the all the or the uh, uh, animal byproducts. Ben, as we finish up, then um, you know we've obviously learned a lot about all Tech Coppins' approach here um, and how to successfully manage mycotoxins at a feed mill and what you're learning over the years. Would you have any other final thoughts for for feed manufacturers, be it in the aquaculture sector or, or maybe other species, also regarding the setting up of a, a quality control program related uh, specifically to mycotoxins? Yeah. So, so, so in 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 general, I think it's it's applicable to all uh, feed mills. Uh, that that three pillar management that I that I just explained. So first, knowing the limits, then uh, analyzing. So so collecting data, and then applying uh, uh, Microsoft a mycotoxin binder. That is something I think everybody can easily do. We do that in our formulation uh, software. So the, so the software where we make our recipes. And every feed mill has one, um, and and th and therefore it's also simply uh, applicable in those kind of systems. And um, yeah, what is very important and what we learned since 2015 is that that you really should look at mycotoxins as important as other ingredients or other nutrients like like protein, fat, energy. So don't um, don't uh, leave those uh, important things behind. Ben's colleague um, and, and CEO at Alta Coppins, Ronald Faber, will be joining us at the, the One Conference next week uh, in Kentucky, and we'll be actually discussing this topic further. Ronald will be a part of a, a panel discussion where we'll be looking at a concept of how we can control mycotoxins right throughout uh, the feed supply chain, and we'll be using, again, the Alta Coppins uh, example within that. So anyone who's at the One Conference, hopefully you might be able to, to learn a bit more there. Um, but Ben, we really appreciate you, 
appreciate you sharing your expertise on this topic today. Uh, and as we continue to learn more about mycotoxins in aquaculture, I'm pretty sure we'll have you back on again uh, on Mycotoxin Matters in the future. And to our listeners, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll be back next month with another very exciting guest. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed listening today and look forward to you joining us next time on the Mycotoxin Matters podcast. For more information on the topics discussed, please visit nomycotoxins.com. That's K-N-O-W mycotoxins.com.